like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shift Happens. I am Karin Weary, your host, and I have with me two amazing guests today. I'm super excited to share them with you um, because one is Sarah Jeffers. I'll tell you a little bit more about her. She's a writer and teaches people how to heal through writing, something we very much need these days right now with all the crazy stuff that's going on. And then we have Jay Mata, who is a podcaster and has numerous, um, numerous uh, shows over on BBS and uh, talks about a lot of really interesting out there kind of things that, but really it's all about uh, opening up our eyes and, and sharing information that may not be uh, shared so that we can all make our own decisions about where we want to go, you know, and, and move towards global peace and spiritual freedom. So more about Jay later, because, uh, so let me first tell you a little bit about Sarah Jefferis. She is an author, editor, and speaker through her consultant business right now, Sarah uh, she serves as a one-on-one uh, writing coach for graduate students and for writers who need assistance at any stage of the process and across multiple disciplines and genres. She designs generative workshops on the creative process and the importance of vulnerability as well as subject-specific writing workshops that empower mothers to honor their artistic spirit and develop confident voices. She offers poetry readings on surviving sexual assault and on trusting the writing process as a tool to speak out and effect change. Sarah holds an MA in creative writing and literature from Hollins University and MFA, Masters of Finance, in uh, poetry from Cornell University and a PhD in creative writing from Sunny Binghamton. <laughs> okay, so... Her most recent poetry collection, What Enters the Mouth, and that has a really cool um, cover, um, was published in February 2017 by Standing Stone Books. It was praised by Ansel Elkins, author of Blue Yodel, who wrote, These are fearless poems, a reckoning of the violence of girlhood rendered with grit and clarity. Forgetting the Salt, her first book of poetry, was published by Foothills Press in 2008. She won the B. Gonzalez Poetry Prize for her poem, Motherhood. Her poems and nonfiction have appeared in Rhino, the Mississippi Review, the American Literary Review, Stone Canoe, Icon, the Holland's Critic, the Patterson Review, the <laughs> Healing Muse, and other journals. <laughs> her essay entitled Blood and Chocolate appears in the anthology Labor Day True Birth Stories by Today's Best Women Writers, published by Farrah, Strauss, and Giroux in 2014. And she has been 
both a poetry and fiction fellow at the Squaw Valley, Valley Community of Writers in California and held residencies in poetry and creative nonfiction at the Constance Sultan Stahl Foundation for the Arts in New York and at the studios at Mass Mocha. I don't know what it stands for, but... <laughs> she has completed her first novel entitled Running After Jesus, as well as her third collection of poetry after marriage. She's working on a collection of essays about race, love, and violence. She recently served as interim program director and academic advisor for the McNair program at Cornell's office at Academic Diversity Initiative, which supports uh, first-generation, low-income, underrepresented students of color. Currently, she's a part-time lecturer at Cornell University and makes a home for two brilliant feminist girls in Ithaca, uh, New York. So welcome, wow. Sarah. <laughs> wow. I didn't know you were going to read that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to be thorough. No, it's awesome. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. So um, we first met, I think, on LinkedIn, didn't we? Yes. 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 Yeah. And... And so, you know, I was really interested in, in the work that you do because it, you know, um, you do a lot of the work that I do with regards to also healing and, and dealing with trauma and really helping. I really like that part of where you were saying how um, it's about, you know, allowing yourself to be vulnerable, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, because you you uh, do have some specific areas that you um, focus on, so when we were going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, writing in the uncertainty of times, which certainly right now, yeah. Yeah. with our virus situation going on, there's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. yeah. So tell us if a little can, bit Yeah, about if that. I can talk a little bit about that. I want to mm-hmm. jump back to the vulnerable piece first as a yeah. way of getting to this idea of... Um, writing through uncertainty, writing with uncertainty, writing Mm -hmm. in uncertainty, writing out of uncertainty, right? Um, But the piece about vulnerability to me is really interesting because when you're in a conversation and someone is open enough to be vulnerable, lots of individuals run, flee, back up, or distance themselves from that moment. Mm. Um, And I am most interested in that moment in conversation as well as on the page when someone is really brave to offer up a piece of their story or heart or spirit um, and they're open about it and willing to trust the audience or the community in which they're talking about. And in that moment, I understand vulnerability as the path to creativity, vulnerability as the path to the divine, vulnerability as the path to the spirit. And I want to invite every, like everyone, my daughters, my students, everyone I meet, um, to actually not run from that moment of vulnerability, but to be very aware of the feeling of wanting to run and really the habit of American culture of running from that space of vulnerability. And I actually think that if we're willing to sit in that uncomfortability, whether it's our own vulnerability or someone else's, if we're willing to sit in that, we learn a lot about ourselves, we learn a lot about creativity, um, and we get connection. And so in these uncertain times, where most people feel quite vulnerable, whether it's vulnerable about a mask, vulnerable about their job, vulnerable about the future, where vulnerability is present with us daily, I think we have an opportunity actually to either run 
and you know live in fear in our apartments or houses if we're blessed to have one or we have the opportunity to say okay i feel vulnerable and where do i feel that where does that occur in my body what does that remind me of what do i want to do um what might it lead me to right and for me vulnerability always leads me back to spirit and creativity even in the uncomfortability i'm not saying it's not uncomfortable and so i think <clears throat> the reason we keep calling this uncertain times is because we are we as an americans myself um, many people in the world are nervous or afraid of vulnerability and think of stability as the opposite of vulnerability and i think in fact you can be both stable and vulnerable mm -hmm. that's some of the work that i do and i think when stability and vulnerability are both welcome, healing often occurs. Yeah. Oh, you just described what I've been talking about lately is being uh, emotionally uh, constipated. <laughs> that's my new. That's my new term. Instead of anxiety and depression and all those other things, because exactly what you were just saying that we tend to run away from. What we feel it's like, oh, that doesn't feel good. Let me run away. So, yeah, yeah, and. And so when you say sit with it, because yeah, that's the last thing that we want to do. Right, right. we're like, sit oh, with it. no, like, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh God, we're it feels like, so oh, uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so instead of running away with it, sit with it and then uh, you were saying, you know, pay attention to your body, what it feels like and, and then start to write from there? Yeah, or? yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, in different, um, whether it's writing workshops or one-on-one -on -one clients, when they say, um, I'm stuck, right? Like, I'm stuck, yeah. I can't make this sentence happen, right? Because one of the blessings or one of the things I feel super grateful about is that if someone has an idea or one word, I can help them get to 10 words, 10 sentences, 100 sentences, 80,000 words, like I'm really um, grateful to help people blossom their ideas from the small to the large. In doing that, they get stuck. Yeah. I think we get stuck when we get afraid. Yeah. And I think that emotional constipation with you uh, that you were speaking about was a place of being stuck. Yeah. Um, I like offering different writing exercises that help us sit with that uncomfortability. So if it's a character, we might say that uh, that character felt this particular way. But the other thing about vulnerability that I understand in terms of writing about it um, is that both vulnerability and trauma and instability, instability happen um, in a time warp way. And you have to stop me because I'll just keep going. <laughs> um, that happen in a time warp way. So when we often feel vulnerable and afraid, um, what I have noticed for myself, as well as my friends and my daughters um, and other people that I know um, from different communities and cultures, when we feel that way, it's because the present and the past are smashed up together. Yep. And so that vulnerability comes from how do I react about in this present moment? I'm not even sure I'm in this present moment, right? Mm -hmm. And yep. so some of the writing might literally be, okay, in 2010, I was this year old and I felt this way. And, and to go back into those time travel moments, yep. not to get stuck in them, right. but to, to write them out, right? And to shake them out. Yeah. Um, and also, I was just going to say, I do a lot of exercises where we use points of view. Mm -hmm. 
Hmm. Right. Um, can I tell you about one of those? Is that yeah, okay? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, one that works really well. Um, I didn't know how detailed you wanted to go. One that works really well with women who, uh, particularly like college students, but it will work with high school students or others who have um, survived moments of sexual assault is to write uh, in first person about the actual memory. So I was sitting in the dorm, I was this age, to write all about that. The second writing exercise is to write it in second person point of view, in a letter to your very good friend who had that experience because we often offer compassion to our friends more than ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And so you can say like, I might say, um, dear Jay, I'm so sorry that that experience happened to you. And the experience that happened is the one that I just described in the first person point of view. Yeah. Um, and then in doing that, you get a little bit of distance from yourself. Yeah. Right. Because we all, all, I think we are all always in the moment and witnessing the moment at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Absolutely. And then in third person point of view, you write about it as if it occurred. So, you know, on uh, February 2nd, 2020, this particular event occurred and I felt this way. So you have three writing exercises about the same event. Mm-hmm. And as you move forward, you gain a little bit more distance. And yep. in the distance, you get compassion. Yeah. So I've done that. that exercise with several um, clients and students, and it's helped them not only get unstuck in the writing process, but mm-hmm. once they've done that, they yep. can return to like the bio paper they need to do, yep. or they can return to the speech they need to perform, or they can return to the baking of the chicken that they need to do, like whatever the thing is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it allows them to see the experience as an experience, not the experience. Right. Yeah. Right. What you're describing is so perfectly you know, described in Bessel van der Kolk's book, uh, Your Body Keeps Score. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, yes, it's a fabulous you know, book. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love it. And, and so what exactly happens is just what you're talking about. We, we do get stuck in that moment and that moment, our brain continues to relive it because of the way that it's stored dysfunctionally in our brain. So uh, I love how you use writing. That's where I, in my profession, I use EMDR, which does the same thing is to take them from that space and helps their brain move further and further away. And I need to stay close to my microphone, but um, so, so uh, yeah. And, and because uh, you, you, otherwise people are just stuck in that moment, like you said, and, and, and stay in there and are reliving this horrible thing that may have been 30 years ago. It doesn't matter how long ago it was, you know, so. Right. And I actually think we can do writing exercises now so that our experiences of vulnerability and fear around COVID and the virus and how, you know, the world is shifting, um, don't get locked at the cellular level. Right. right. Because all of the research I've done shows that writing actually decreases symptoms of post-traumatic stress and can move us towards post-traumatic growth. There's no date on that, right? right. Like we could right. all start working on post-traumatic growth right now. The sooner the better. Right. So it doesn't get stuck. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that when the, you know, when the students return to school or when the children return or when we can do this, that we sort of go forward and we're not constantly thinking about, okay, there was that day in March. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So great. And so this is something that's very specific that people can you uh, can go ahead and take and work on right now with your kids and with yourself right. to not get stuck in this space. This is not a space we want to stay in. Uh, right. We want to be able to move forward and and not take this with us, you know, because and, and our kids, they see our adults uh, reactions. So it's super, super important to be aware and cognizant of how we are you know, reacting to everything. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think of this time, like, obviously, it's, you know, horrendous with the numbers and the deaths and the the way we have responded to it. But, and I also think that um, we have a chance to say, okay, we are vulnerable. Like, in some ways, it's like a complete acceptance, like, okay, we've been pretending so long, we weren't vulnerable, We, we got delusional. Actually, we're all vulnerable. And just you know, literally writing about that feeling, like what does it mean to feel vulnerable? Um, I also think this time teaches us about uh, not just loss like grief, but like little things that are lost, right? And our attachment yeah. or detachment yeah. to them. And that's the thing is that, you know, uh, we we are always vulnerable, but what are we focusing on, you yes. know? And so when we focus on what we have, then that's even better. So when we come back from a couple of messages, we are going to talk a little bit about using writing for community building. And in the meantime, I want to encourage you to uh, go ahead and Find my Becoming Unlimited Master Anxiety because this is something that's it's a Facebook group that you can uh, become a member of. And we will talk a lot more about all of these kinds of things. How do we master these things after these messages? And then we'll have Sarah and Jay back after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. 
Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. We are making shift happen, and we are talking about healing through writing with Sarah Jeffers. And just in a few minutes, we will be bringing on Jay Matas, uh, who is host of another radio show on BBS called Spiritually Raw and Spiritually Spiritually Raw Uncensored. So we'll be getting into that in just a few. So, yeah. So Sarah had some really great, uh, you know. Um, ways of helping us not get stuck in the yuck that we're having going on right now, the emotional yuck of it, and uh, by writing. And so, um, so if you didn't, if you weren't there from the beginning, you'll want to go back and listen from the beginning so you can get that. This is good stuff right out of Bessel van der Kolk's book too, <laughs> but using writing instead. So uh, Sarah, another thing you do is to do um, help people with writing for community building. Yeah. 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 I would love to learn more about that because that's something also that really right now, especially with the times the way they are, is really important that we need community, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about how, you know, reflective writing um, actually offers the writer a moment to activate both the place of fear and the place of memory that holds the fear experience. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about how that activates the emotion and the container where the emotion was created. Mm-hmm. And that when we do that individually, it can have the impact of feeling quite isolated because we might get stuck in that memory. Yeah. But if we are in a circle, um, I often do writing workshops online um, I have two uh, different kinds that I'm going to work with in the fall. Um, one for um, women who are super interested in establishing the practice of writing um, as a healing modality, doesn't matter what genre they're working on. Um, and what we'll do is we'll share writing exercises together and then offer what resonates or what we hear or see. So it's not a, a place of critique. And when you, that one, and when you build, um, community with writing, you are, of course, building trust. And we build trust, at least for me, very slowly and in small moments of consistency and vulnerability, right? So if we're going to use writing to build community, we have to be willing not just to be vulnerable, but we have to be willing to share first drafts. And so a lot of the community building that I do around writing whether it's in a, a physical classroom back in the past or a virtual classroom online, um, is really about sharing first drafts or immediate impressions, right? Yeah. Um, and kind of shaking or pulling away from that judgmental editor brain. Um, in the fall, I also offer an online workshop for people who already have a project who want to complete it by the end of the year. Um, And the community building there is different, right? The community building there is not just peer editing, um, but it's also saying I've been working on this piece for a longer period of time. What resonates with you? um, But how might you be able to help me uh, finish it or complete it? We play a game called what if, right? What if the character did this? Or what if the narrator said this? Or what if this happened? Or what if this happened? And I actually think 
that one of the strengths in building community besides writing and trust and um, being vulnerable is playing that game of what ifs, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think mine can do two, at least two tracks with it. We can do the what if, right? Like, what if this virus never goes away? What if we're all, what if the masks don't help? What, right? Like we can go down that spiral of like horrendous mm-hmm. or we can do the spiral of beauty. And I think that's a choice. When we do the spiral of possibility, I've noticed community happen. So, for example, if we were to say, what if we had five different vaccines created within a year and a half? Mm -hmm. Right? Because if thoughts are words and Mm -hmm. then words are vibrations, I mean, there is a reason we call it spelling, right? Like we are making spells. (laughs) So if we are making spells with the sentences that we create, why not spell possibility? Why not imagine possibility? Why not imagine joy? Um, And so some of the, most of the community work that I do has been uh, in small groups with women, whether it's first uh, mamas who have just become mamas and wanna write, or women who have suffered a trauma or women who wanna write about love. Um, It's, you know, mostly female centered, um, but it works on vulnerability, trust, and that what if game. Mm. Um, Because if I'm, in a moment of deep sorrow, but you can play what if about possibility that I can play with you, right? Like that I can trust you for a little bit. Even if I can't do it for myself, I can watch you do it and then I can trust you doing it, right? So it also works on like that mirroring game. Yeah, role modeling, mirroring, inspiration, support, encouragement, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's powerful. Um, Yeah. And the whole other part about um, that, that critical editor, you know, for us to learn that it's okay to not be perfect. The, yes. Yeah, I was actually just talking about that a little bit earlier that, you know, we have, to, we have to put our foot out there and do first. And then we can tweak and learn as we go. And it's okay. doesn't make, you know, you a bad person because it wasn't, you know, top echelon level the first time around. Right. And <laughs> An imperfect action is better than perfection that's stillness, right? Like an oh, imperfect yeah. perfect action forward is better than being frozen and thinking that it's perfect, right? Exactly. Or waiting to make it perfect, yeah, right? Because you will um, die before it's perfect right. <laughs> by and doing perfection that. Perfection is hard. I struggle with perfection greatly. And I think, you know, I struggle with perfection because I want to prove myself. Yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah. So, yeah, who do you need to prove yourself to? That's, right, right. Are those people really that important? <laughs> right, right. And, yeah. um, and imperf- my imperfection might be a breakthrough for you. Yep, exactly. exactly. Right, so my imperfection might actually help you or help Jay or help someone, even if I think it's imperfect, because it's not mine. It's not, mm. My story doesn't belong to me. Right? My moments of imperfection might actually be exactly what you need. Yeah. Who am I to be like, oh, no, they're not perfect. You can't yep. have <laughs> Yeah, I love that, Sarah. So, Sarah, where can people find you? Oh, well, yes. lots of different places. So, um, <laughs> the name of the business is called Right Now because okay. I know that we have right now, like the moment. And also, people say all the time they don't have time to write. And we actually have five minutes or two minutes or three minutes at different times of the day. Yeah. So 
Um, it's called Right Now. You can find me at www.sarahjeffress.net. That's my webpage. You can find the books at Barnes & Noble. Um, you can find them at local bookstores, a bunch of different libraries. Um, you can also reach out to me at rightnowsjeffress2 at gmail.com. So you can find me on Gmail. You can find me on the web. You can find me through Cornell. That's the other short place that you can find me. And I will have those contacts on our Shift Happens Facebook page yes. so that you can go on there and you can click. And we love to have your feedback and, and on there and questions and whatever you may have. So I'm also on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. So I should have said those words. There you go. And I appreciate the opportunity uh, so much to talk with you and Jay. It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, so. Thank you, Sarah. And now we have Jay Matas. Now, Jay is a uh, powerhouse radio show host, and uh, he has the show, as I was saying, with his wife, April Matas, uh, Spiritually Raw. And they have just added another part, Spiritually Raw Uncensored, because of the way that things are these days. Now, um, so during these times of uncertainty with the, there's some censored mainstream media that is, you know, coming out with a lot of different uh, ways of um, scaring us a lot. <laughs> so, so the thing is that happens is we go into that fear, fear mode, which shuts us down. And so that's why um, they came up with the especially uh, raw uncensored. And so they're really coming up, bringing a lot of different people that uh, have some very different backgrounds and, and pers perspectives and experience um, that, uh, you know, debunk myths and, um, you know, have a lot of different thoughts and ideas that may, that that's not, you're not going to see on the mainstream media. And therefore, people can then, by um, them sharing it, uh, people can make up their own mind about what is real and what uh, works for them. So, um, so, and then they also uh, come up with uh, Patreon, which serves as a means to support the Spiritually Raw mission. And uh, they also help a lot of other uh, podcasters, whether they have started or uh, want to start a podcast, on how to turn that into a business. So, welcome, Jay. I'm Thank you, Karen. Yeah. Hey, that's great. Good. Thank you for that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How do yeah. you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, you have been in radio for quite some time, like nine or 10 years. Yeah, like uh, about 10 years now. Yeah, yeah. Going yeah. on 10 years. Yeah. Time flies, yeah. Time does fly. It was just that moment, just and all of a sudden, 10 years later, here we are. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Fast forward, boom. Right on, yep. <laughs> yeah, and I was honored to be a guest on your show. Yeah, it was year. great. Yeah, we loved it having you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so Jay, tell uh, us a little bit about why you and April started Spiritually Raw. So, you know, we come from a professional business background. And then, you know, back in about 2009, we, um, we sold our business because it was just, it was doing well. And it was like, okay, well, let's, let's figure out what's we do when we kind of grow up right and um so we were like oh, let's get into this thing called the internet and you know then let's figure out that because that seemed to be the next thing or the thing that we really needed to take seriously so um the most effective way for us to understand it and to learn about it was to kind of talk through it and then we would just be always inquisitive about you know 
you know, whatever's out there, you know, theories, you know, spirits and, you know, religious dogma, just really people talking about these things. So we're like, well, let's kind of talk about that. And you'd meet these people along the way. And someone said, okay, well, you know, you guys should put a, a, at that time, it was like, hey, put a, put a radio on you or put a sound on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and uh, do it that way. And so we started doing that. And that's kind of how that show came about. You know, right. we just we just started talking about it and recorded it. And next thing you know, it's like, hey, it was a one guest and next guest and, you know, close to maybe a couple of thousand guests later. You know, yeah. Anyway, you know, so just like that, huh? Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so, Jay, how did Spiritually uh, Raw Uncensored come about? Kind of so, gave a hint. Yeah. Yeah. So Spiritually Raw Uncensored, that's uh, that's April's brainchild. Right. So that's more about really what's going on that I no matter what you believe in, your political beliefs or, you know, your spiritual beliefs, but I don't think anybody can deny that something is happening right now. Um, you know, so, and so what that does is that actually brings in current events, a lot of current events that are happening in this moment, you know, not so much historical events, but current events that are happening. And then, you know, we bring in, you know, people from all, both sides of it, all sides of it. Sometimes it's like 20, 10 different sides of it, you know, but everything there. And then, so they get to share that with our audience. And, you know, our, our position on it is, you know, our job is to make sure we do the best at really bringing that amazing content and really information to, to the uh, listeners and the viewers and, you know, make it entertaining also. So they'll, you know, just kind of really resonate with that and let them decide what's real to them and what resonates with their, with their spirit at that moment. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is, I think that is really important, you know, especially now, but always, you know, that we allow everybody to have a voice. And because um, everybody has different background, different experience, different professional backgrounds, that they might have a different uh, angle. Um, For example, you know, one thing I came across was Madagascar, that they have this organic uh, plant, you know, medicine that they uh, have, that they've had for a long time. I don't know if they made a little tweaks to it, but uh, people with COVID, they are, you know, getting better in 24 hours. And um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's just, yeah. There's just, there's a lot of, wow. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? There's a lot of that going on right now. Yeah. 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 And, and so I think it's important that we know about these mm-hmm. things, especially when they're natural, you know, ingredients and such. And, and, and it's it's there. We have uh, all this available. So so Jay, yeah. Um, so what is what is the feedback that you're getting from uh, this new uh, uncensored version that you have? It's amazing. You know, um, we're we're getting incredible feedback. Number one, because again, it's really like right about now. We're again spiritually raw. Our original foundation is more about you know historical events and no angels and you know. Religions and you know different you know maybe psychic mediums or what happened there, but again, being that this is really right about right now, you're just getting a whole new audience. You're getting a um, you know that is actually attracted to that, and um, you know it's interesting. And you're talking to these people, and they they are literally coming up with information on our show that's like, okay, this just happened yesterday, guys. You got to check this out. This just happened like 45 minutes ago. I just got this right now. I mean, it's like that. Those kind of conversations we're having with mm. people. It's like, wow, man, this is really this is. This is wild here. It's yeah. a wild ride. So yeah, so it's a it's a it's a great new audience and uh, different audience and uh, you know just great new conversations to have you know mm. and yeah. to get to meet people along the way and kind of have those kind of t- uh, conversations for a living you know it's a blessing. So yeah. you know we're really super grateful for that. 
And that really ties back to what Sarah was talking about. The, instead of living in the, that small, teeny, tiny world of fear, because that's what exactly what happens when we are in fear mode, it, it, we start to open up to the world of possibility. And when we're in the world of possibility, now there's hope, we can, you know, we're uplifted, there's more energy, and this is something that we can work with. So, yeah, and uh, so that's really, really, um, really good stuff. And and so, uh, <laughs> yeah, and and so would you say that there are, um, you know, would there, in the particular people that you've had on that, you know, really stood out for you? They all do, you know, um, there's, there's, uh, there's just so many different ones. They all just bring in their own energy. You know what I've noticed about the spiritually raw, uncensored guest, if you would, um, they, whatever side they're on or whatever they believe or don't believe, they come with such an intense burning passion. I mean, these things are like, they're like, it's almost like they want to shake you mm. at that moment and be like, you just got to listen to what I'm saying. You have got to listen to myself. So, so like you just feel that energy from them, like I said, whatever side or whatever their topic is, but yeah. you know, that's what I get from really, yeah, that's the number one thing that really connects with me. It's just yeah. the energy that comes out of that. It's just, it's like, wow. You know? Wow. Yeah, it's it is intense, like a wow. Huh? It's very intense, but it's a great intense because it's 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 got a lot of like I said, it's got a lot of passion behind it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we are going to go to a couple more messages. Um, we have about three hundred seconds. No, just kidding. <laughs> Our sound engineer, his finger got a little crazy there on the zeros. So uh, and then we'll be back with more from Jay, where he's going to talk more about also the business of having a podcast. So you won't want to miss this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. your health where you think it should be if you're like most people the answer is probably not where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track the answers start on occupy health each week host dr susan downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider you'll want to plan for your optimal health with occupy health listen fridays at 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern time on voice america health and wellness Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. We are indeed back here with Shift Happens. I am Karen Weary, your host, and here today I have with me Sarah Jeffers, who is a writer, and we have Jay Matas of Spiritually Raw and Spiritually Raw Uncensored. So, yeah, so uh, Jay, we were just talking about how, uh, you know, how you, you t- talked about how you started in the podcasting as just this random thing, you know, talking and somebody say you need to put sound and, and put it out there. And now it's 10 years later, you snapped your fingers and boom, here we are. And so with all this experience, many times other things come out from it. And I know one of the things that you do is help other people who either have a podcast or want to have a podcast, you know, really make that a success. So, so, um, and you have um, also, you're also both on YouTube and Patreon, and, and I'm not really sure what Patreon is, uh, so maybe you can explain that to us. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's a lot, right? So there's, yeah. the, there's the broadcasting where we're on, so which is where people hear us, and then the YouTube provides the video access to just kind of get a feel you know, for people who like to watch video, which is a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And um, which is why we're streaming this way today. And and then there's the Patreon part of it. Now, Patreon's kind of like your, uh, that's the way for when you are a, in the business of podcasting, that's just a very effective way for your listeners, your supporters to go in there and quite frankly support you, you know, because they, what they do is they literally like what you put on there. And then, you know, we have in our Patreon channel, for example, we have exclusive con- uh, content there that they're not going to get anywhere else. So, you know, we work, you know, really diligently to put that get together for them. And then a member subscribes to that. Very similar to like a Netflix, if you would. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, Patreon, is that a platform or is that what you call your subscription? That's kind of like, okay, so like YouTube would be like the where we broadcast, you know, yep. Facebook where you broadcast, you know, Voice yep. America in your case where you broadcast. And then Patreon's like that holding space, if you would. So now we've got this content and now it's kind of houses over there. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. In these times of technology, things are just There's a magically. couple of different moving parts there, right? <laughs> you know, so, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So now, uh, who would you say uh, should consider having their own podcast or, or a Patreon page? I think anybody that, you know, is truly serious about their message just in general, you know, like Sarah, you know, we were talking on break a bit, you know, about what you do. And, and really, it's just any anything that you have a passion about. 
um, you're going to find that other people have that passion that you have, you know, whether that be poetry, whether that be, you know, music, whether that be, you know, just talking, you know, or pictures, if you would, you know, and then what you do is those you got that kind of thing and you feel like this is your mission to get out there to the world. Then in my opinion, you know, my humble opinion is to, you know, get it out to the world then. You know, I mean, I'm talking to podcasters, as you know, is like literally on a daily basis that I've met for the first time. And it's like, oh, I got this thing. I got this thing. I'm like, well, just, just start sharing it then. You know, yeah. you know, it's one thing sharing it on like, you know, social media, which is one level of it. But then there's the other thing of, you know, getting on like what we're doing here today. And then you really, you know, you got it. And, you know, when when you're in this space like this, um, you're giving it all you got and people can feel that and people can see it. So it's just a different vibe. And yeah. when people can get that sense of you that essence of you and you know that's that's where you build that that's where all of a sudden you find out oh wow there's a there's a lot more people that really resonate with what i do than i thought you know mm. and you get to be that voice for that so if you think that you you're that not necessarily you know you, you never know i mean i did this and you know we didn't come in as experts i think what we're super good at is just asking questions that's really what we're good at. You know what I mean? Like as far as understanding, like talking about theory or theology or this, like this, oh my gosh, I mean, I don't even know the last time I've ever picked up a book, to be honest with you, you know, <laughs> but, but asking the questions is, is, you know, is just really get in there. So, but you learn so much that way and yeah. you share so much that way. Yeah. Being curious, huh? Being curious. Yeah. Inquisitive yeah. minds truly do want to know. Yes, they do. And Sarah, you had a question. Oh, yeah. Um, so I've been thinking about a podcast. It's actually on one of my uh, 2020 goals for the last quarter of the year. And um, because I write in different genres and read in different genres, um, I was struggling about how to make it successful, right? Because she had mentioned that how to make a podcast and do a business. And sort of my question is, you know, do you find that more successful podcasts are really small in their niche, like only focused on poetry or only focused on a particular genre? Or do you feel like a larger um, theme or focus, if you will, actually makes it more successful? I think in your particular case, you know, we, everything's individual one by one. But if you talk about poetry, for example, I think, you know, I haven't really heard or seen a lot of poetry uh, podcasts Podcast. out there. Yeah. So for me, that just smells like opportunity for you. Right. Oh, you know what I mean? Good. Yeah, seriously, it really does. I would, I, mean, I would look at it that way and be like, right, "Wow, right, you know, nobody else is doing it. You got to get in there, kiddo. Right, you know, just right. get, you know, dive right in and you know, get get your foot in there." Because um, that's again, you know, there's one of those things out there. You're gonna find that there's a lot of people like yourself. You know what I mean? That that are there, and then they just don't know where to go to. They don't know how to really access that content, and so you know, you'd be. Sounds like, you know, you know, if you're another thing I will say to you is when we're talking to people, if you think it, then say it and try it. You know, right. so if right. you're thinking about it, then it's there. You kind of already have made that decision to the right. most, for the most part. Right, right, right. Most people's things are like, well, which button do I put? Is this, is this a Zoom or is it that? <laughs> That's the <laughs> stuff. That's what you, you don't think about the podcast. It's like, oh, where do I go and do this stuff now? That's what right. people are thinking about more than anything. But yeah, I think. Uh, you know, I heard you on the previous segment. You're a great speaker, and I and I Thank do you. hope you pursue it. Yeah, you do quite well. Yeah, I think um, poetry right now is really one of the things that helps bring not just us together in community, but also helps us um, ground yeah. and yeah, express, but also like just ground, like feel sort of calm for like mm. a few seconds, right? Because mm. um, so much of poetry has beauty in it. Mm. And yeah. um, I don't know about you all, but I like daily try to find something that's beautiful, whether yeah. it's like a yeah. pink flower <laughs> oh, or yeah. like a, a sentence, like something. 
Yeah, yeah. So Sarah, imagine sharing that daily something that you found with an audience that's kind of really looking for that same kind of feeling. Yeah. You know, imagine being yeah. that. Imagine being that kind of resource for people. Yeah. No, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. 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 Hope that helped. Yeah. yeah. No. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. And- in that vein, which is a perfect lead into what are some things to consider when you are launching a podcast or a Patreon page? Yeah. So you want to obviously consider your content, your topic. What are you going to talk about? And really, really kind of work through that. Um, the things you want to consider. Do you want to do um, do you want to do just audio only radio, i.e. radio? Um, do you want to have a visual effect like you know you're doing right here and kind of a combination of both? So you want to think about those things. Um who are you gonna? Who are you gonna get it out to? So, for example, um, believe it or not, <laughs> there's a lot of people out there that start a podcast that we talk to, and they start the podcast that we talk to, and then it was like, okay, well now you, you kind of like you you built your car now, you gotta put gas in it, right? So you gotta get it out there, you gotta get it moving, and then that's where a lot of times you want to think about, you want to treat it as, you really want to treat it as if it's a as a business, and I think that's yeah. the biggest thing where a lot of people in the podcast because it is a really it's a great gig if you really get into it and you know it can really serve you know the the people that you're trying to share with you know serve you um but if you got it you got to respect it like a business so if you looked at it as like okay well this is a business and this business has operational things that go along with it there's costs associated with doing this business then i then i believe that business will serve you well if that business is like, well, I'll put this up here because this is a site here and I can broadcast and, oh, wow, there's uh, there's two people there on there, including me, you know what I mean, and kind of thing like that, then that's not that's not a business. It's not going to serve you well, you right. know. So if you want to think about where are you going to go, how you – the things – where how far are you going to reach to, who your target market is, and then, you know, how to, how to get – how to connect with them. Mm, yeah, because there are a lot of – Like different- any other business. Yeah. Like yeah, there are a lot business. of different platforms like, you know, Voice America or BBS. And what would be some other places that, you know, I mean, so for a podcast, like other outlets? You know, we use BBS a yeah. lot. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, they distribute us to about 110 different online platforms. Um, mm-hmm. And then we're on some other ones independently. We're on yeah. YouTube. So I think in today's world, you know, because of the nature of it, and it is internet, is yeah. you just every place you can you know what I mean put it out yep. there you know yep. but just but but really focus on the ones that are working for you so you may be in like 10 gazillion places but if you notice that you know 50 of those are really working put your energy there and drive it drive it drive it you know just really really look at those things again treat it and give it the respect as if you would any other business find out what's working and mm-hmm. kind of laxes lax off on the stuff that's not working for you right because that way you're not wasting a lot of energy spinning your wheels over there huh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah yeah. So what would you say some uh, advice to a podcaster at, you know, that would go for whatever level they're at, beginner is middle, you know, advanced? Yeah. So the first thing I would do is, um, you know, kind of like this is like, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great kind of thing like that. So I would, I would go, I would try it. And even if that's in your own living room and kind of like recording something with a friend, but I would start having those kind of conversations really, because it'll get you in the vibe. It'll get you in the group. Then you get to see yourself back. Then you get to hear yourself back. And then you're like, Oh, this is okay. Or, Oh my God, and I'm not going to do this. You know what I mean? Or, you know, you'll, you'll know, but yeah. you, there's no way to know until you actually get to that point of starting. And so my biggest advice to people is if you've got something to say, start talking about it, start putting it up there, recording yourself. I mean, get it out there. You're going to just 
because that's just human nature, you're going to get better. So don't worry about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Just don't even worry. You're going to get better because repetition will get you better, you know, and you'll see, you know, we, when we first started doing our shows, one of the things we did is we always listened to them or watched them back. And mm-hmm. the second show or the one after that was exponentially different because we learned so much from that, you know, without doing this kind of stuff or shake it, you know what I mean? And uh, how you speak. So you'll just learn. So the other thing is make sure that if you do do it is to always, I don't care how far along you are, is to really listen or watch what you're doing, what you did in the previous one, because that's the only way you're going to learn what not to do again. Yeah. Mm. And I was really fortunate with, I have an executive uh, producer here. And though we did this, exactly what you were just talking about, listen, get together, talk about it. What you'd like, what you'd not like. And, and yeah, you do have to listen to yourself. And it was very anxiety provoking in the, in the beginning. And another thing I would add is in the very beginning, have people that you already know you gel well with, because I had a perfect first guest and, and we just had such great, uh, you know, energy together. And so it just flowed and it helped me forget that I was nervous because the other part is, you know, uh, you know, we got to watch for the time and all this stuff. There's a lot going on that you don't realize until you, until you get it and you've done it. And like with everything, everything like, is anxiety yeah. provoking in the beginning. So, yeah. So, so Jay, where and how do, um, people find you because uh, you also uh, you know professionally help people uh, who are podcasters and uh, yeah yeah so a couple of things and if I may share I got a, just a few mm-hmm. things I'd like to share with your audience is Absolutely. that um, if you go to spirituallyrod.com and maybe some of you might even want to look at being a guest you can go to spirituallyrod.com check that out there and that there's also a book in there um, which is really good for people who are actually putting out their messages out and promoting it. It's a free ebook download. Um, it's called Secrets to Interview Riches. Okay, so go to spirituallyraw.com and download your free copy of Secrets to Interview Riches. Now, if you want to get into the broadcasting world and maybe even have your own Patreon channel, if you're a broadcaster, we have a book there that you can go to www.patreonriches.com and download that. That's a free book also. If they want to email me directly, um, any questions or whatever, or just connect and, you know, maybe we just kind of talk through what's going on. And, you know, these are cool conversations like this. It's just S-R-A-W-J-J-A-Y. So S-R-A-W-J-A-Y at gmail.com. Okay. And again, I will make sure that we have these uh, things. Because uh, yeah, that was a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It gets to be a lot. And yeah. let's spell out the website yeah, and everything. Right. No, I have all these links also on our Shift Happens Facebook page, which we encourage you to come on over, check it out. You can, uh, if you're uh, listening to us, you can see us there. We also have Shift Happens YouTube uh, channel now where you can see us there. And so it's always fun. Like Jay said, some people, they prefer uh, audio. Some people prefer video and it's all cool and um, just just different ways just however we learn and and, and get the information uh, best so you have both been amazing uh, guests I love and it really interweaved so beautifully it was it turned out to be a really great match so yeah so um, I just want to wrap up by you know remember I think the theme was really go ahead and and go for it whatever it is uh, don't wait to be perfect because you will never be perfect. We are one of my thing, sayings is, "I am perfectly imperfect, and I will always be so." I just get better at it. And, and so, you all have unique talents and gifts that the world needs. So, go out there, make shift happen in your life, and shine your beautiful inner light. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.